TNT fam, and welcome to another episode of Cremas en Coquito, and I'm your girl, Christina. And as always, I'm Napoleon. And today we have a very special guest. I'll let her introduce herself, and we're going to be talking about emotionally unintelligent men. Mm. Hello, everyone. I'm Vic- it's the one and only. I'm Victoria. Hey! Well, thank you, Victoria, for joining us today. Um, we're so happy to have you come on our podcast and talk about emotionally unintelligent men or emotionally unavailable men and how that shows up in a relationship. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Have you been with an emotionally unintelligent man? Okay, get right to it. So, um, yes, I would say I have. Um, It's not easy to point out, but uh, for me, it's just you start to notice things as time goes on and things get rougher and you have more challenges and that's when it usually peaks and you notice someone is not really in tune with being emotional or conveying themselves in the proper manner. Mm, So you're saying... Once you already get to know the person and you feel like you're already invested, that's when the emotional unintelligence shows up in the relationship and you feel like it's too late or you put already too much effort into the relationship? Yes, oftentimes that is the case. And I do feel like that's happened to me where uh, at that point you kind of just want to understand the person. You want to make it work. And so you go through it with them hoping that you can train them or give them advice to help them work through you know whatever battles they have whatever um blockage they have and it doesn't always end up in your favor so once that happens to you and you're with someone like that let me know how does that make you feel and how does when do you know that relationship will shift like give me some examples like clear signs of when you say, when you first see a red flag yeah okay um i guess it's different for everyone but i would say for times that i've experienced it's when uh you kind of meet a conflict where both parties could potentially be right and um it's just kind of what you were used to before or accustomed to and that person you know knew the opposite of whatever the scenario is and you kind of get to gauge two people approaching a new concept or something in their relationship and and the way they approach it kind of gives off what exactly they're able to handle and how they are reacting to what's happening Mm. okay so you would you consider yourself to be an an emotionally with an emotionally unavailable man right now? I would say it's highly likely. (laughs) And you see, and you have some red flags, but you are still with him and trying to make it work. That's correct. Okay. Why are you with him and trying to make him make it work? If you know that all the red flags are there. Um, I I feel like I'm a person who has a lot of resistance, a lot of patience. Um, Mm. So I try to either understand or I try to lead by example and show the person that, you know, this is how you 
would want to act if you are, you know, having a conflict and you want to let the person know or, you know, sometimes when you are right off the bat combative, they, that, that would just have the opposite effect. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. So do you think there's ever a point, there, is there a breaking point for you where you would say, all right, this is too much of not understanding or having a partner who's constantly emotionally unavailable. There absolutely should be. There should be boundaries. Um, and, it, and it's pretty sad because I don't have any or <laughs> I don't apply any. So uh, I do feel, you know, I should walk away at some point. But again, like some, when you have a lot of patience, you put up with a lot and I've also seen a lot of progress and with my Mm. current boyfriend so um so you're going off of what could be instead of like what really is so you see a lot of potential exactly okay so and I do know not to put your man's business out there but I know he is a high earner so one question I do have is do you think his pay kind of compensates for him being emotionally unavailable? Like, is that a huge plus so that you, like, turn the other cheek mm. when <laughs> Good question. he's being or not understanding? Yes. So um, I'm not going to say it's because he's a high earner that allows me to put up with this. But I do want to say, you know, when you're in a situation, in a position, you know, in your career where you have constant high stress and just um, it's always go, 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 that does translate and, and, you know, kind of goes over into your personal life. Um, so it's hard to constantly switch it off when you, you know, walk out the door and, and out of the office. It's like, I understand what it's like to have a stressful work life. So I know that also comes typically with high earners and that's why I don't, I don't want to say put up with but <laughs> your understanding of it exactly okay. got it mm-hmm. that makes sense but since you've been in that position that same working environment and you don't act like that do you think that's fair oh no no I'm no angel so <laughs> I <laughs> I actually have been like that I'm not going to say this relationship no I don't I think I've had a lot of restraint. I've had a lot of patience. Um, but I've been on the other end where I'm kind of the aggressor after work, after hours. And okay. um, I feel like, though, that really rests on the person that you're with. So at the time, I wasn't with someone that I really, really was into. Mm. So I didn't care to hold back. I didn't care to, like, control my anger you know, my, my stress, you know, um, so, you know, that's not the best thing, but, uh, I, I have been in that position. So when you really like someone and you really want it to work, you should be able to control yourself at a greater level. So you're saying you've done to people what your current boyfriend is doing to you. Definitely not to his level. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I, I just did have you know, a little attitude here and there, you know, um, and just cranky. And um, I'm not going to say I was a bad person, but yes. Okay. Fair enough. I like that. (laughs) So I have another question. 
because I know you've been in several relationships that the men may not have always been in emotional, maybe not have been understanding or have been emotionally intelligent. So that word keeps tripping me up. But um, what do you think attracts those kinds of men to you? Like emotionally unavailable men. What do you think there's something they see in you? Maybe like they know you have a lot of patience and other women might not. Um, honestly, I, I'm tempted to say yes, because, um, you know, I usually get that feedback early on, like, oh my gosh, you're so nice. Oh, how are you so, you know, like they see that they're with someone who listens, who doesn't get upset right away if something, if they do something wrong. And so uh, if you fall on the wrong person, they take that for granted and they take it completely the opposite direction instead of meeting you halfway they start to say oh I can get away with more I can do so it's it's kind of um you you got to watch yourself and proceed with caution yeah I was just gonna say that maybe because maybe the men you are with maybe they're a little bit emotionally like unavailable at first but then when they see that you're so patient and understanding they take advantage of it and that they become even more emotionally detached or not vulnerable because you allow it basically or they see that they could get away with it you know men they you give them a little bit they take more and more (laughs) and more and then they want to see what your threshold is and if you have a high threshold they just keep reaching and if you have no threshold well yeah uh sky's the limit for them give an inch they take a mile that's correct Mm -hmm. that's correct i will i will co-sign this thank you (laughs) finally a reasonable man yeah so uh for the men on the men's side why is it that men take advantage of women who are who are understanding and then men can be emotionally intelligent but then if they're with someone who allows them to be themselves and gives them this grace and space to be themselves that they take advantage and become emotionally unintelligent Mm. you believe you believe men become emotionally unintelligent or because they're un they're emotionally unintelligent they're just overall these kind of men i think both i think you could be emotionally intelligent and then see like oh snap i could i could be um what is it i could take advantage and so now you become like emotionally intelligent so or you or you choose just to be okay go ahead so, i already see your face <laughs> <laughs> so one doesn't have to do with the other right i know you want to correlate both with each other but they do not have to do with one another right so what i would say is people who are emotionally unintelligent they don't care about anybody they don't know how to deal with emotions that's why they they don't live in that world right um but when you correlate that with just men in general and you're saying that it's just men that are emotionally unintelligent in most relationships Uh, women are too because i could say in our relationship i'm the one who's less emotionally unintelligent oh nice (laughs) nice you would say that (laughs) i would say that i would say you are very you have a high emotional iq okay so i i never used to have this high of an emotional iq i think that my iq was higher than most Mm -hmm. but not this high um so would you say because of the person you're with they can bring 
an emotional IQ out of you, a higher emotional IQ out of you. Depending on the woman that you're with, yes. If you already have the talent, right? If you already have all of that inside of you as a man, yes, she can bring that out of you. She can flourish it. She can nurture it. Oh, but so what, she can also bring it down. Yeah, so she can definitely it correlate, like, like I said. Say it again. So don't, doesn't it correlate like I just stated and no, you disagreed with it? Not in the way that you stated it. So re, reframe your, um, your statement. Then I, what I was trying to say, maybe didn't come across that, um, maybe a man can have a good emotional IQ, right? A high emotional IQ. But because the person he is with, um, maybe it can change his emotional IQ and lower it. Because now he feels like he doesn't have to have a high emotional IQ because the person he is with can tolerate so much. So he can just be as mean or not understanding as he wants to be because a man, again, will just Anybody. Take... Anybody. Yeah, not, that's true. Not just a man. Well, I want to say a man. Everybody. Yeah, human right. nature. Whatever you let them get away with, they will they will get away with. That's That doesn't matter about emotional IQ. That's what I meant. But they do not correlate. Okay. That's the only way that I meant. But okay. yeah, so I I didn't have a high emotional IQ before, but going through certain experiences, right, with you mm -hmm. and within myself as well, um, and understanding what I'm put on this earth to do, and truly understanding what a man's purpose is. Um, I think my emotional IQ has gone up because of it as well too, because I am, I am more aware of um, what I do and how it affects you. Number one, um, I am aware of what I do and the impact that it has on you and the whole entire family. So um, I think those are my driving motivators and um, I don't know if that means that I have a, a high emotional IQ. I think now I just have focus. I have drive. I think you're very understanding, and I, I correlate that with a high emotional IQ. I but, listen, patient. But you're also understanding. Mm -hmm. I would say she has a high emotional IQ. Why would you say that? Because she is understanding and patient, and she listens, and I feel like those are all qualities of a person with a high emotional IQ wouldn't wouldn't you say a, a person that recognizes um what is being done to them or if they're being taken advantage of right and know how to navigate out of that situation would that mean that that person but wouldn't that mean that the person has a high emotional IQ or does it mean that because they're aware of what's going on does that only mean that they have a high emotional IQ? Does it mean, like, to I me, is that, it the outcome, mm -hmm. meaning that you finally get over the hump, means you have a high emotional IQ, or is it you understand it and you're okay with where you are? Yeah, I think that speaks more to the mate, that you're taking advantage of me. You don't have a high emotional IQ, but me letting you take advantage of me, I don't think that the, puts my emotional IQ down why not at a disadvantage why not? it just means i'm understanding and i'm willing to stay here and and more stable because you're aware and you you could leave right so the outcome like everybody is saying does not matter maybe that's the IQ. outcome the person wants so if you have a high emotion iq can you still pick 
the wrong outcome? Yes. You agree? If your if your emotional IQ is high, would you pick the wrong outcome? So, for instance, you continuing to stay with a unavailable, emotionally unavailable person. Right, but see, that's like assuming that I'm anticipating it to be the wrong outcome. I'm actually in the opposite direction. I anticipate it to have a great outcome, and I'm hoping the working progress will, you know, give him time to come around and be better and realize I've stuck through it with him, and now he'll give a little as well. And um, how? What is the time frame you put on that for him to get it? Is there a time frame? Is there? A time frame, my fault. Well, I'm no therapist, but I'm pretty sure it's nothing overnight, and it probably <laughs> years. <laughs> yes, years, I would say. So that's something you're willing to put up with for years until he becomes emotionally available. Um. So I wouldn't say I'm like so willing to put more and more years. I'd probably give it another year. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I did see progress so far, and I just want to see continuation. If there's no continuing of, you know, growth or, um, you know, emotional stability, then yes, I will probably just have to call it a quit. What if he lost his job? Would that, would that change anything Ooh. if he was no longer a high earner? Hell yes! I am putting up with no BS. <laughs> I know. Look, look. I know your answer already. We already know you. But if if he lost his job, would you would you now go? Uh uh-uh, uh There's nothing to stay here for, or would you still put up with it? Um. Wow. I I never stopped to think of that, but um. No, I think I would still stick around because it wasn't only the job. I've been with other people who I consider high earners or on the you know, the greater average, um, pay scale. Exactly. And I just feel it's more of your, um, willing to grow and more of your ability to achieve. And I feel like he's shown me that, you know, year after year and his, he's been able to find multiple ways of um, bringing in income. So I'm confident that even if he loses his job, he'll be well equipped to start a business, let's say, or something. So still money wise, you see, so Go ahead. I don't know you want to ask. Wrong answer. <laughs> no, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. So, okay, let's just say he's unable to work. He's not able to make any stream of income. Does that change? Well, he's still, maybe he's sick or whatever. He's unable to finance your lifestyle. This is still as a girlfriend? I'm yes. still girlfriend mm-hmm. status? Girlfriend. Um, and he's still emotionally unavailable. But now he just doesn't have the means to provide. I I do think that would add stress to the relationship and to himself. I I feel he would not be able to handle all that plus become a better person Mm. or or emotionally stable. So I feel like it kind of defeats the purpose for me. And it's it's just when you have to stop and say, think of yourself. You know, you have to be selfish a little bit and say, can I? hang on and put up with this and i i don't know that i can why why do you think that you attract high earners because she's pretty oh that is so sweet Uh, no no no. why do you why do you feel like you you attract high earners i um wow i don't 
I don't think I attract high owners. I, I think I attract a variety, but um, I just... You only go out with the high earners. You only... Tolerate. To- yeah. High earners. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm really on the hot seat, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I don't I don't agree with that, but it does it does appear so you know so um, I'm gonna have to say that I um, I I feel it's kind of indicative of someone who's working hard, which is what I need. I need someone who's constantly trying to navigate through life and and keep busy. So um, it's just. Your goals align. Yeah, it's just incidental that. So you go for people who have drive, naturally. You go for people who are already doing something who are just not stagnant. Exactly. So you don't attract high earners. You attract motivated people because you know you're always, okay, got it. I would say that, yes. That is really good. And they end up high earners because they're motivated. Like we always say. But on the outside, we don't see that. So so on the outside, we we don't see that she's attracting motivators we just see outcomes like i say mm-hmm. and we see that she's always dated high I earners think. so that's very interesting for me she d- i wouldn't say you date on potential maybe potential with emotional potential but not with um, not with finances not with security potential. you don't play with security that's good that's a really good thing yeah that's a really good thing you don't play with security yeah nice okay. would you say your other boyfriends were were potential or they were already where they should be financially um so one was not financially where he should have been or you know whatever that is Mm -hmm. but um he was in a career that was um recognized as something that was going to right yes okay right um so stature reputation and security those are high for you those are what you that's what you go for. No matter what comes at you, you'll always settle for stature, reputation, security, right? Someone that can provide, someone who's looked well, or if even if he doesn't Has have power. it all together, people can assume he does because of what he does. Right. So nice. naturally, naturally, because nice. it's not like I meet someone, I'm like, hey, what do you do? You know, yeah. I usually actually let them talk about that. I let them bring up finances. Um, but yeah, it just so happens that, you know, I kind of click more when there's someone who has some, things going on and intelligent things and like good mm-hmm. conversation you know typically people who aren't hiring are not going to be able to hold the kind of conversations i'm looking for mm-hmm. so so do you believe in pretty privilege what's that have, have you heard of what's pretty, that have oh, you heard, never of, heard of that okay, pretty people so, getting privileged so yeah just pretty much pretty people getting privileged so let's say that um you're in a room with someone who is not pretty. We all know who's pretty, who's not pretty. We all, we all rank each other. We're not saying that. Because you know whenever someone's ugly, everybody yeah. universally knows a person's ugly. Yeah. So we just can't play around like that, right? So, <laughs> so, so those people have, they have it on the opposite end. Because people, people overlook them. They're, they're usually people's last option. You know what I mean? Like Those kind of people have a certain kind of problem that not everybody has to deal with. Because not everybody's on that level. So on the opposite end, you have pretty privilege. So when okay. you think of pretty privilege, you are the ones where even if you're walking out in the street or you're in a room with other pretty people, you usually are the one that gets selected. You're like the model type. You're the, you're the type that everybody university thinks that you're pretty, whether you're their type or not. 
that's pretty privilege. Wow, thank you. I would say you have pretty privilege. I appreciate that. Me too. I would. Would you agree? No, I would. I would agree. Um, so I actually was thinking about this recently because I watch, uh, I, I recently binge watched Too Hot to Handle. I don't know if you guys know that show. No. Nope, I don't. Okay. I've been watching Coco Melon. <laughs> so basically <laughs> they pick like really hot people and, um, even those hot people are like judging each other and they're still looking for the, the prettiest one. And exactly. like everybody wants to get with that one pretty one, even though they're all. Oh. So it's just so ironic that you're bringing this up because i feel like pretty people also experience those letdowns like wow i'm still not pretty enough and um i i don't think it's a privilege sometimes it's a curse people just look at you and they just attracted to you because of your looks and then they move on when they find the next person that looks a little better or in their opinion you know so um it's kind of a curse so what i get from that is no matter how you look it's always a curse it, it, no, no, because for real, like it, it doesn't matter. The grass matter is if always ugly. greener on the other side. Yeah. Ugly. Doesn't matter you if you're be ugly. Pretty, pretty. Doesn't matter if you're pretty. Like, everybody, pretty. yeah, everybody <laughs> has problems at the end of the day. So well, the only thing that we can work on is our personality. Yes. I mean the things that we value. The what we tolerate. Thing. Exactly. We definitely should should not be judging people in the way that they look. But I do think that you get pretty privileged and that is why high earners are attracted to you because they want um that model-esque that trophy person um, right next to them also a certain attitude too you can't just be pretty and not submissive and you're intelligent you have a good job you've always had you know good jobs you go to school you do everything you need to do you have your own what would i call it goals that you have accomplished right. early on in life um so all of that put together i think high earners definitely look at you and definitely wouldn't pass you up and that is also why i say hmm, you don't have to put up with uh, things as much as you do as many things as you do so i would say find a high earning emotionally intelligent man mm-hmm. that you don't need does that exist to show yes they do no. what do you think i don't believe that they exist much the reason why i say they don't because on the on the other they have options so when you yeah. have options right you you behave differently so people don't get that people don't think that men also have options yes and when we have money it unlocks our options oh, and we gosh. get certain privileges too. Exactly. Exactly. So So what would that privilege be? She's for a, men? she's experiencing it. They don't have to be emotionally mature oh, okay. at all. They can be immature. So my, your mm-hmm. option is to not be a good human because be an a hole. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what you see not being a um, good human. They get along very well with a lot of people in yes, life. They get along. True. People like them. It's Just not, like, not the people they're dating. Who knows? Because but you, you can be the the punching bag for exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah, but that doesn't that. mean that they're not and a get good person. No, of course not. Okay. Yeah, but that's why we got to always not judge people because of how they treat certain people or one person or a group of people. I judge, honey. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really hard not to judge when you're on the receiving end. Yes. Oh yes, yes, I agree. Of course, but I agree. It's very true. I know a lot of people that would say, in my situation, my boyfriend's a great guy, and it's like, um, go 
deal with him then. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> when a guy sees a pretty girl, they might really, really like them, but they'll go for the girl that they think is more manageable, mm, low maintenance. That they can control more. Exactly. That's not what it is. That's what you guys think. Um, so so mm-hmm. what it is, what it is, mm-hmm. what it most likely is, because it's not what it always is, right? You may like the guy. You may think that he's attractive enough for him to come and talk to you, right? But he may look at you as way more attractive or somebody that he can't even step to. So he goes to the next best thing. So oh, someone that's on his attractive his level, level. Or someone that he knows he's going to get guaranteed instead of somebody he's going to chance getting turned down. Because everybody can't take rejection. Right. Wow. So, so think about it that way. It's not always so what you think you it is. So you might be too pretty for someone to come over to you and try and even, get to even know. Even say hi. They'll like stumble over their words and you're like. Because we forget these people could have been somebody else in high school and exactly had all these uh what is it called um what options what no about? so uh self-esteem issues and mm-hmm. they still might have self-esteem issues no matter how how they look how, now or how where how where much they of are. a high earner they are yep so that's true i never thought of it that mm-hmm. way i've had two experiences similar to like the situation where you know i like a guy but like and I know he likes me, but for whatever reason, you know, he never asks me out and like, but he'll send hints and it's like, almost like they're waiting for me to make the move. Yeah. And then, but I'm thinking like, you know, I'm not making a move. Yeah. I'm not making a move. And I'm too pretty for that. Do you, <laughs> actually, no. But do I, you, do you send them a clear sign that you're interested or whenever they no. send a hint, you're like, uh, you didn't come at me correct. Honestly, no, because I was just starting out in my firm. I was like way younger than them. And also like they're already in a position where it's like, I I feel like they're not going to look my way. I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know, and so I don't think I'm enough for them. But one thing we learned is men don't care how much money you make. At all. So you could have been the secretary. Of and that's course. what happened. He ended up with the secretary. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man. Um, I'm Damn. pretty sure. Yeah. Like if I said something or, if, you know, and, and there was this other situation where this guy, um, He's an attorney. He had, you know, he, he knew me first and then like, cause I'd been there for years and then he ended up having a girlfriend, but he was like always flirting with me. Always, always telling me, you know, like, oh man, like I can't believe, like I have a girlfriend, like, but I really want you. And it was just so weird. Cause it's like, then why didn't you ask me out? <laughs> yeah. Why, why'd you go and get a girlfriend? And like, um, but you don't think that was an opening for him to see if, if you were interested. Well, he now went, I'm not interested. He went and he said that. Hold on. He went and he said that, right? Do you not see that as an opening to go and say, but I wanted you too when you passed me up or whatever you want to say? Well, I would never at that moment say that I wanted you too. So I'm that's not. the wrong moment. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Because he would leave his girlfriend in a heartbeat. But that's what he's, he's, already that's saying what he's basically that's saying. Crazy. That's what I'm saying. So he's coming out. In that moment, saying whatever, however it sounds, he's being vulnerable and telling you whatever he's telling you. So that's him packly telling you, if you want me now, you can have me. Why couldn't he I, say that before? Yeah. And again, there's pretty privilege. And, and I'm, but I'm you're, tell- you having the, you have the guts to say it now after you have a girlfriend. Whatever opportunity comes up when it comes up, right? Because I believe 
guys are only as faithful as their options, right? So if my options just got available, and let's say you're at home, right? Mm-hmm. And you're we already not getting along or whatever. And I find this this next woman who's agreeable, who I know will be submissive, who I know would get on my program like that. Why would I not go for that and continue to suffer at home? What? <laughs> it's back to for it's back to what we were saying before, you know, sometimes they feel like they can control a certain person. Yeah. They're they're gonna mm-hmm. work less to get this type of girl. And, less um, high maintenance. Mm-hmm. And it's less risky. I like that. I like that. But also that what to go back to what you were talking about, like, um, why would you stay with the person that you're having trouble with when you see another option of an agreeable person? That person's agreeable for that time. Let you um have a whole relationship for years and build things together and have stress together they're gonna end up the same way your first one ended up so when men say oh uh, i have peace with this person that's because she's only having the fun times of course you're gonna have peace right or if you're going out to dinner all the time and not worrying about paying for a home or paying for kids or of course who wouldn't i'd be agreeable too yeah so (laughs) So what you got to learn from that is the grass is always not greener on the other side. Just because that person temporarily looks like the better option. I believe you were with the person for a reason. That reason hasn't changed. You just now have your eyes set on somebody else. And now you're you're convincing yourself that you want to be with that other person. Instead of just appreciating what you have. At home. Correct. At home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky. Emotionally, I am. And so are you. Yes, I am. That I know I am. <laughs> That's right. Ew. Well, guys, this has been a hot topic. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our guest, who's been very open and vulnerable with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you, you coming through, as always. Um, and on that note, we are... Audi. Bye.